back in 2010, I like saw Bob Dylan, mm-hmm. and I was in 2000, I was 14. And funny enough, when he went electric in 1965, he went on a European tour, and all this archival footage of these concerts, you know, everyone was mad because he was a folk guy, you know, yeah, top folk boy in the world, and so he comes out on stage playing guitar with a backing band. People were yelling at him from the audience, calling him Judas. And when I was younger, I remember seeing that and thinking, wow, that's kind of badass. They're like, I understand why they're calling him Judas. I said, that's pretty badass. Like, that's the bad guy from the Bible. And they're calling Bob Dylan the bad guy. And, of course, they were calling him Judas because he had betrayed, yeah. you know, folk. But in your mind, he was doing, like, a Gene Simmons heel he was, turn. It was like, it was, it was like Alice Cooper shit. Like, like Bob Dylan was going to get decapitated on stage or It'd something in the concert. Like, Bob, Bob Dylan came off the top rope and gave an arm bar to uh, Simon and Garfunkel. It, yes. Um, and joined NWO. So, needless to say, during the entire Bob Dylan concert in 2010, I was yelling Judas. for episode 61 of Welcome to the Horse House. Welcome to the Horse House. I'm your host, Tristan Horse. A beautiful, beautiful Sunday afternoon. Like the last sort of, uh, is it tepid? T-E-P-I-D? Yeah, tepid. tepid. The last tepid day. Black people like to replace the D with T a lot of the time. Go on. So they would probably call it a tepid day. No, because da- a lot of, when I was growing up, I remember hanging out with with black kids, and they would always call their dad, dat. That's my dad. I mean, I haven't noticed it. Dat. Hey, dat. What I've... you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Great, we're on a... It took us about 15 seconds to get to Steven Crowder I was levels just of say, doing, like, is... vocal blackface. This is, like, Crowder tier. We should all yeah. be wearing dresses. Episode 61 of Welcome to the Horse House. Welcome to the Horse House. Tristan Horse. Three episodes away from Big 64. Lane. Penny Lane. Uh, very exciting time for episode 61 of Welcome to the Horse House. Um, your favorite weekly podcast. We have not skipped, missed one week in probably three weeks, and it's very exciting. This is the new horses. I almost canceled today. I, I, I woke up at 2, 8, 2 p.m. I was up super late last night, or should I say early this morning. True. And so I was not, I was like, man, I got another podcast to do today at 6 o'clock. Um, I'm sure that podcast isn't coming out this week because they like to do a lot of podcasts and then release them slowly. Uh, so I'll keep you guys updated on when I'll be on that other podcast. Yeah, Tristan woke up late. Uh, I was depressed. Rudy was doing this thing because, um, Tristan, can we have a private conversation for a second? Yeah. Here, I'll mute Rudy's earphones. Okay. Rudy doesn't know what Protestantism is. What the fuck? So he... It's the one true Christianity. Yeah, but... He's he's currently trying to write like theses against the Catholic Church. <laughs> what, is, what is this bit? <laughs> and it's it's just I've been really trying to encourage him, but he's been spending up like all hours of the night writing against like 
tithing and like lots being bought in heaven and he's really proud of it um i think he might try to kill pope francis well but other than that <laughs> well uh, just try to try to encourage him but but can you can you can you put his mic back on yeah and hear your phones yeah so so needless to say we've all uh, been a little busy and getting the podcast ready was a bit of a crunch well to quote the last 99 theses i have a dream <laughs> Welcome to the Horse House. I'm your host, Tristan Horse. Back at you Guys, again. my headphones were off. For, for, for episode 61. Oh, welcome to the Horse House. Who am I joined with here today? Hey, it's me, Rudy. Oh, Rudy. He brought us McDonald's. I did. Horse Lady House. Lady Cause My Podcast, man. Hey, it's Stephen. How's it going? Oh, uh, that was one. Lay Lady Lay by Bob Dylan. Yeah. Sung in a strange voice. That's what he fucking sounds like on that record. Lay Lady Lay. Oh, it's Lady House. Lay Lady Lay. Oh, it's Lady House. Lay Lady Lay. Oh, it's Lay House. He sounds nothing like that. <laughs> that's, that's him after he got stabbed by that frog or whatever. He made him sound like a goddamn Argonian. Yeah, from that's Skyrim. Yeah, that's, that's, I'm singing no, it as We're going to hear Bob Dylan do Lay Lady Lay, Lay, Lay 1969. Lay, lady, lay, lay across my big breast bed. Lay, lady, lay, lay across my big breast bed. Whatever colors you have in your mind. I show them to you And you see them shine Lay, lady, lay Lay across my big breast bed Stay, lady, stay Stay with your man a while Until the break of day Let me see you make them smile His clothes are dirty but his His hands are clean And you're the best thing that he's ever seen Stay lady stay Stay with your man a while I 
long to see you in the morning light I long to reach for you in the night Stay lady, stay Stay while the night is still ahead Yeah, and I'm doing it as 1987 Bob Dylan. <laughs> okay, fine. Naturally. Okay. okay. Naturally, that's the Bob Dylan everyone goes to, is the, 80, the, 19, the mid-80s Bob Dylan. Someone plays something from 1987 him live, that's what he sounds well, like. Well, Mike, no, you, you are kind of right. He went for like, a very high-pitched, nasally, weird, weirdo voice. Like, that's him singing in the background on We Are The World. Y- yes. Uh, no, absolutely no idea where he is in that video. Yeah, that, that, was, that went kind of viral a couple years ago, because you can see him in the audience when they're all doing like the chorus or whatever and he's just like she's just like looking around <laughs> he's like high on some sort of pcp rudy can i have a chicken nugget please absolutely rudy can i have one chicken nugget thanks Man. buddy i've been on a i've been breaking on a, this bread. i've been on the steven uh thank you salad and coffee diet so this is like manna from heaven i'm trying to sabotage steven's efforts to make himself better asmr The chicken nugget from McDonald's only comes in four different shapes. That's what it sounds like when you eat a pussy. Crunchy. The boot, the ball, the bell, and the butt. And the sun and red. <laughs> <laughs> All four shapes. I was going to say the pit and the pendulum, but that's better. What a way for fucking McDonald's to come out as super based. <laughs> They're sun and red uh, chicken nuggets. Our I... limited edition black sun french fries. <laughs> I have a little treat for us. You know, one thing that we're famous for in the horse house is our liquid taste tests. Mm-hmm. And so, ooh, Rudy. So, guess, well, I don't want to take one. No, no, it's, it's, it's for you time. guys. Yeah. I'm just putting in there so anyone can grab it. So we have, I was at Wawa the other night. Mm-hmm. And in their warm soda section. Getting a bit of a Wawa feast. Getting a bit of a Wawa feast. In their warm liquid section, which is just cans stacked up on top of each other in yes, the corner sir. somewhere, I found something called Mountain Dew Rise. Oh? It's some sort of, I think, morning drink. <laughs> it's 25 calories, so it can't be that great, but it's a little better than diet. Uh, this boasts immune support, 180 milligrams of caffeine, mental boost to the second power, uh, caffeine equals approximately two cups of coffee, five percent juice, zero grams added sugar, zinc for all you zinc nuts out there, vitamins A and C, antioxidants, healthy Mountain Dew, 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 and it's brought to you by the band Public Image Limited, led by Johnny Rotten. <laughs> so I have pomegranate blue burst, mm-hmm. berry blitz. Orange Breeze. I already lay claim to one of these, so... Which one? Lotus Flower Bomb, for all you wale heads out there. And we have Strawberry Melon Spark. Now, we're all going to be trying each other's here, so it doesn't Mm -hmm. really matter, but I was kind of erring on the side of Pomegranate Blueburst or Berry Blitz. Well, that's... Sorry. Rock, Paper, Scissors? For who speaks first? Very Democratic. I have a strong inclination towards the strawberry watermelon one. Well, that's great because I was going to ask for the orange. That's you guys are both lying. Look at I, us! I get two drinks. Rudy, 
and Steven. Strawberry Melon Spark. Well, I'll open it once. Do these all have the same animal on them? Is it all a lion? It's all a lion, weird. It's a, a weird. it's a weird Mountain Dew lion. Yeah. Geometric. Yeah, yeah they finally figured geometric. out how to do low poly backgrounds over yeah. Mountain Dew. Later on, rise with you. So let's do a little bit of an ASMR can opening. Somebody in Pop Rocks in there? A little bit of a smell test. Let's do it. That smells. Mine smells delightful. This smells delicious. It smells like Mountain Dew. That tastes like trash. I was really hopeful right when it touched my tongue. I said, like, oh, this isn't bad, but it kind of. Yeah. Turn into shit. This very much tastes... I don't know what it is. It started... I started noticing it with G Fuel. Yeah. Why does every, like, uh, new brand of, like, soda runs... Why do they have, like, a... It all tastes like a powdered mix. No, you're right, though. Well, it's because it's not... It's technically a soda, right? It's more of an energy kind of, like... Well, still. Caffeine drink. But, I mean, like, even... Yeah, let's try this. Steven, how do you like yours? It's That's pretty better good. than my pomegranate blue blue, blue Here, burst. Let me swap it's, mine it's, around. It's pretty good. I, I would COVID. say it's almost too healthy for a Mountain Dew, but you still get... It starts really good with Mountain Dew. It finishes with Diet Coke aspartame. I don't hate Orange Breeze. Yeah, Rudy, that isn't very good. You guys want to yeah. try blue pomegranate? Sure. I don't know if you guys uh, would agree with me, but I would assert that, that like that powdered mix, that post-mix taste, yeah. is different than diet. Mm-hmm. They're not no, quite the no, same. You're right, though. You're very right. Like okay. I enjoy like Diet Coke. This shit just tastes. It tastes bad. It's pomegranate weird. blue burst tastes like Pepsi Blue. Did either of you guys have Pepsi Blue? No, I don't remember. Uh, I, I remember when Pepsi Blue came out, and my and my mom thought it was the stupidest thing in the world. It tastes like that one's weird. It tastes like Pepsi Blue. Like, like I, I'm not trying to be autistic right now no, more than fine. I am usually, yeah. but like, yes, yeah, sir. I when did Pepsi Blue come out? Like 2003. Yeah, I was long. I was a little boy when it came out. Like that's now I'm a big girl. That's <laughs> boop, boop, boop. Uh, that's that's as close as I remember to what Pepsi Blue tasted like. Okay. Well, but, listen, but, it's back, Stephen. But it's like Mountain Dew instead of Pepsi. Twenty years. Does that make sense? Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is secret fourth flavor? Berry Blitz. Let Berry me try Blitz. the bad one, Rudy. Oh, did you not get a chance yet? No. It's cool because none of us are going to finish any of these today. Yeah. No. Because usually I try to finish the drinks. Someday I'm going to bring in good drinks, good new drinks for us to try, because we never get any good new drinks. I have, sorry, one time when I was at Sonic and I was down bad in 4K Sonic America's Drive-In, I yeah. got a Diet Cherry lim- Limeade, mm-hmm. the Cherry Limeade, the classic Sonic drink. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got a Diet one. That's what the Strawberry Melon Spark tastes like. You should like, have yeah. just got a normal Cherry Limeade, because those are so good. Take Treat yourself. Oh, if you're down really bad, good. you might as well get a little calories Let's get there. that Berry Blast of the mix. It's like powdered shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just not very good. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah. I think... Put Ape Escape on that and call it G Fuel, because this sucks. I think my, uh, my ranking goes Orange Breeze, mm-hmm. then it's the Pomegranate, then Watermelon, and then this Berry Blitz shit. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you have an order, because I, I can never... I am, I am so just... Uh, so underwhelmed by everything. I'm so disillusioned with um, the soda industry. I would yeah, put. I can't I would, even rank them. I would put equal for me on first place. Photo finish. I would say um, healthy Mountain Dew Live Wire, the orange flavor, and then Pepsi Blue, and then um, 
spending three years in Treblinka concentration camp in the other two. Uh, I think the orange one is the best, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, the orange one, it's it's not bad. The orange I would drink again, probably. Yeah. Do you think there's people who wake up and start their day with this? They, they go to the store and buy a uh, Mountain Dew Rise? Mountain Dew sales reps, yes. Yeah, I remember exactly. one time a good friend of mine was at the Circle K getting a Polar Pop and a, a, a sultry femoid walked up to him and said, don't you just love Mountain Dew? Yeah, I was at Circle K like two weeks ago and I was getting myself, it was after work, and I, I just had a medium Polar Pop cup, which has to be the most the lowest selling polar pop size as well, a medium polar pop it, all, it also has to be like the best testament to like your self-control no exactly yeah. why wouldn't you just get the two liter it's fuck true it's, it's it's like 75 cents yeah. might as well uh but i was being a good boy and i got a medium cup just some out it's just some mountain dew you know just to celebrate the day to venerate the lord to mm-hmm. just give it all up to god and this woman next to me she's very skinny wearing these like daisy dukes Makes a man go, whoop, whoop. Uh, and she looked at me and she goes, don't you just love Mountain Dew? And I said, yeah, it's pretty good. She goes, it's all I drink from sunup to sundown. I only drink Mountain Dew. I said, all right, that's great. I said, have you ever tried Code Red? And she goes, never tried it. I only drink regular green Mountain Dew. And I said, you should try Code Red. And she goes, no, I only drink original all day, all night. And I but, said, all right. And she left. This is a character you wrote. No, this was it's not. not. A person. Well, I think she's say, younger than me. She if, wasn't that bad looking. If they could get, like, the diabetic guys that did SEAL Team 6 10 years ago to, like... Were there a bunch of diabetics doing SEAL Team 6? Well, they probably are now. But the point is, like... Wait, wait, wait. What is this weird thing you're... Did everyone on SEAL Team 6 have diabetes? Maybe. But I'm saying... <laughs> Well, why did you bring it up that they they were diabetic? Well, here's my thought process. Like, if you were if you were a Perhaps Navy SEAL, they could have been diabetic. <laughs> you if don't you were, know if you were if you were a Navy SEAL in SEAL Team Six. One, I, I guess, like if you're a military dude, that's the pinnacle. Like that's it, right? Like a military man. When are you free to take some tea with me? Okay, uh, Beatles, Beatles episodes in a couple episodes, but um, I, after after that, I mean, you probably you come home, you're you're probably like off the squad because that's like their biggest squad, right? You sure. can't stay on that long. Like it's well, their elite force, um, so you probably so you probably what, what were we talking about again? Seal Team Six. Where did this come from? <laughs> Jeremy Renner was in um the, the Hurt Locker, which, which is which isn't about the Navy, um, but. That is Jeremy Renner, right? Mm-hmm. It's not Jeremy Piven. No, it's he's not one of those Piven. actors who are just so like just white bread, just so yeah. plain looking. Like Sam Worthington, he was great in the movie Tag. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but but anyway, like it's like the Hurt Locker. Like they I, go, I they, go as far to say the Hemsworth brothers are so are plain looking too. But at least Chris All has comedic are. timing. Yeah, Chris uh, is that, funny. That all. Chris Tucker is a great example of someone who says life and in in reinvigoration in their in their face, and has never done anything wrong. That's right. But um. The the uh, thing I'm thinking of is like Black as Night. Have you ever seen? There's this scene where like Jeremy Renner, after like you know like blowing up 13 year olds or whatever, he comes back home to uh, the Tesco or the Bucky's or whatever, and he can't Tesco. Um, that's English. There's no Tesco he, in America. He goes he goes back to British Tesco and he or uh, Texas Tesco. He goes back to French Indochina. Yeah, uh, and he's like in the cereal aisle and he's just like 
his hands are all like going wonky slush and he's like i gotta go back so i don't think they have that opportunity once you leave seal team six you can't just go back so what do you do you probably just like drink a lot of soda i don't know anyway so they need to get the diabetic guys from seal team six that uh yes. couldn't go back like jeremy renner and they need to um I don't know, strap a bomb to this girl's chest and let her try Mountain Dew Rise. This is really... You're outdoing yourself. Having never Steven. seen the movie, I thought you were just going to say, he's in the cereal aisle and his hands are shaking, so he just rips open a bag of Lucky Charms and just pours them into his mouth. Speaking of which, what, do you, think, yeah. what do you think Pepsi Blue tastes like with orange? Mix it up. I was going to say... Mix it up! I have an I actually... I have this cup from last week. You can put it in there. I have an want. empty McDonald's cup. Maybe we could see what all the flavors taste like together. This episode brought to you by McDonald's Corporation. And Mountain Dew. I'm loving it. Rudy, if you really finish that, we'll just mix them equal parts in there. It kind of tasted... I'm like, on it. Because orange and what are the two best flavors? And that's saying a lot. Pepsi Blue. Pepsi Blue. So if you mix those, it should be the best drink in the world. That tasted like... Or um, the most normally enjoyable Do, do we want to mix all of them, or do we want to mix just some? Well, can I tell you what the first two mix tasted like? Hmm. You know the nerds on the packaging of the nerds? Yes. If they yes. Got, if they got a divorce, that's what that tasted like. <laughs> okay, yes, sir. <laughs> I'm mixing them all. Mix them. Yeah, yeah. Just mix them all together. Fuck it. We're going to hell in a handbasket, anyways. That's good couch ASMR. Okay, at least unlike G Fuel, these all have colors. All of these liquids have colors. Yeah. Well, which is some of these colors I'm looking at should not be consumed by humans. That purple is not fit to be in someone's body. It really isn't. Let's see what this is. That purple has tryptophan oh, in it. That's all right. That's some watered-down Sunny D. This looks evil. Does it? Oh, Steven took Daddy my C. mic. He gave me more, the more sensitive mic. <laughs> wow! see it? It's black. Okay, let me see. A little more. It's black. Oh, yeah. That's that gonorrhea thrush. Steven? You know, you know what all I can think of up? when I'm looking at this? Is that what? one song you made me listen to? Uh, I'm on the drug. I'm, I'm on, on the drug. drug. I'm, I'm on, on the drug. drug. The Kill River Phoenix. Phoenix. Oh, yeah. By Tism. This is serious, mum. That's the acronym, Chism. Guys, I, actually, I just read online, if you mix all four flavors, it's molecularly similar to lean. <laughs> yeah, right. It looks like borscht. <laughs> <laughs> There's beet chunks in it. This, this the new is, Mountain Dew borscht it looks, soda. <laughs> it, <laughs> it looks like the color of the ichor that came out of bubonic plague ulcers. You mean the ica? That's our word. No, the R word's retard. Which is your word. Gimme, gimme. Is it good? <laughs> is it good? Do you like it? Steven, how's your spirit quest? They drink this during walkabouts. Let me the, the, the Aborigines. <laughs> Steven sees it. It's actually not bad. That's not bad. It's a whole, it's just a... It tastes just like... It's a menagerie of taste. Did you guys ever do suicides whenever you were a kid? Oh, yeah, all the time. It tastes like every suicide I ever remember. Yeah, yeah, basically. No kids ever enjoyed the suicides. You just did it because you felt cool. Yeah. Mixing all the sodas. (laughs) Yeah. Why they call? Why is that a term that everyone knows, bro? Because you just fucking you're ready to go in. You're you're ready, you might as well go, be killing you, yourself because you, you're so fucking wacky. You've given it up, <laughs> President Stark. I don't feel so good. <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna start speaking Aramaic backwards. <laughs> got, got, oh, it's coming again. <laughs> Stephen is seizing, but currently writing what appears to be Sanskrit on the wall. That's the same reaction Stephen had every time he heard Trump talk. Over the course of four years. 
Wait, where am I, love? Literally shaking. Where am I, love? Oh no, I'm right back! That was the sound of the whippet. I'm a bit fucked! <laughs> We're all high on the rise right now. Look at us, we had our- uh, we had a very mature potluck. Tristan brought the Mountain Dew Rise, I brought the double cheeseburger, Steven Steve brought, brought the, the emerald, Sriracha. The Emerald Sriracha Cashews. Oh shit, these are whole cashews. I don't know if I like it yet. Cashew too sweet. It is time for the Horsehouse Voicemails. You can reach us at 321-323-9521. Here is Joey. Hey, what's up guys, it's Joey. Uh, at first, let me get the vinegar. You're into the segment. Uh, this one's called uh, "Images I Saved from D." Yes, sir. Because uh, that's, that's what I got for you, man. Check it out. All right. So, first image here. Uh, most people rejected his message. It's from a Bible tract. It's a, a macro track. Uh, you can see the uh, Jewish rabbis. They say, "Shut up!" You know, Jesus got his message, and here's his message. I am short, but I am big thumbs to my penis. It is thick mushroom. Sacrilegious. If you, if you didn't catch that, I'll, I'll, I'll read it again. I am short, but I am big thumbs to my penis. It is a thick mushroom. What is this from? It does. Uh, Joe. Here's another one. Pepe with glasses on. <laughs> it looks like he's doing some, uh, some mathematics. Uh, so, so I ran the numbers on reparations. And uh, once you subtract 100 years of bike thefts... Uh. You actually owe the white people approximately three trillion dollars. Oh my god. Okay, and then that's uh looks like it was taken by Papa John's Pizza Welfare Office, the N word pass shop, uh Nick Group. Okay. Uh, I guess the jury liked the pudding because they put in my ass in jail. It, it's uh been proud of me. And then and um uh, Here's, here's a, uh, someone's social media is like one of those quotes above the head says somebody's asking him, what's your ethnicity and this chick's like a girl obviously uh that's, that's so funny uh okay what else i got for you All right. Thank you so much. Please keep doing this. Please keep doing uh, this. <laughs> that's the first time everyone said the N-word on the podcast. It's funny because uh, I he was just describing memes that he saw, and I actually wanted to do a, a segment back in the day where I would just go to my grandma's house and have her just describe memes and do her own segment where she just describes have your grandma memes. Go on B. <laughs> have my grandma go on B and describe uh, some memes. Thank you so much to Joe. Sheba. Here is, I think, Joe again. Okay, it looks like, it looks like we got some more images from you. First, uh, thank God. It's called by, uh, it looks like a scholar named Joseph Jables. Uh, it looks like Spock with hair. Got some uh, fucking ears pretty long there. Looks like Spock with hair. As opposed to what we normally see Spock <laughs> is, is a bald man. He goes, if someone is attacked by Brazilians, that is a sure sign of his virtue. He who is not persecuted by Brazilians or is praised by them is useless and dangerous. That's pretty funny. I wonder what he's talking about. Um, <laughs> here's a good quote. I'm not a player. I'm a gamer. Players get chicks. I get bullied at work. <laughs> uh, are you going to scroll past me without saying yee-claw 
But he's got a, uh, it's like a frog with a cowboy hat on. Um, oh yeah, so on PBS, there's a, you got a Tom Hanks and he's being questioned about uh, some of the Me Too stuff. And uh, just, he's just so scared. Uh, he's in the hot seat. I guess he wasn't expecting that question. And he goes, he, he yells out his answer. It's like, oh, I, I had no idea. I mean, there, there are predators, but you know, he just, yeah, his guilt is palpable. What? Uh, here's a thread discussing the BBC myth, and uh, someone says only 10% of people have an unusually large, you know, but why is it always? And who's doing that? Oh, yeah, okay. List of franchise owners of the NFL. Joe. Yeah, you, you, you can tell, like, a lot of them are Brazilians. <laughs> uh, imagine a vaccine so safe you have to be threatened to take it. That's true. So deadly, you have to be tested to know you have it. Based. Okay, that's just shit I saved off of. Uh, B4 Chan. Alright, Thank you so much. I really honestly. Is, is that a thing from the internet to go. change a certain segment of the population to Brazilians? I always heard Welsh. Yeah. Most, yeah. I had never heard that before. I really wanted his second voicemail to be, yes, and here I'm reacting to, to images I found on GIFs. <laughs> Wait, I'm gay now. <laughs> here, uh, here I am reacting to YouTube videos from 2008. Here I am reacting to a sissy hypno thread. Don't Charlie know what that bit is. his brother. Here is... Did you, see, did you guys see those two babies biting each other? Does that feel good? Here ah. is Joe. I call him Joey. Hey, you seen Melinda Gates trying to divorce Bill Gates? Like, bitch, you look like a man. You need to divorce yourself first before you lose half your shit in alimony. <laughs> Nigga. And the same goes for... You already know that Obama, they're about to separate because, you know, those type of marriages, I want to be... Uh, <clears throat> they don't last very long, you know. That's kind of big. <laughs> you know. Have a good night. Those kind of marriages don't... <laughs> what kind of marriages do the Obamas have? Political? <laughs> Black. <laughs> um, Joe... Joey, I believe, is Hispanic, so I think he's allowed to say the N-word. Is that true? Steven, uh, intersectional optics check? If you're... <laughs> If I don't know. If you're eligible to join the Nation of Islam, which Hispanics are, can't white people do that? Mm -mm. What if I asked Farrakhan really nicely in a letter? Perhaps. I've been trying to do that for years. Well, Mr. I mean, Farrakhan, you also a violin expert. Beautiful violinist. Is that true? Yeah, and he also used to do Calypso hmm. back in the 60s. I haven't seen a picture of Farrakhan in so long. He was Louis the, the Snake Charmer. All I can picture is J.B. Smoove dressed up like Farrakhan. Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> Louis Farrakhan looks kind of like James Earl Jones, except thinner. Um, I think Farrakhan was has a, to be in his 80s by now, yeah, right? There was an old dude. Is he that old? Oh, yeah, there he's was old. A, um, this is kind of a rabbit hole, but there was a YouTube video I watched a lot um, when I was in middle school where they did a, a a Photoshop of a white James Earl Jones with a penis on his head. Okay. And okay, I'm following you. And if you take the penis off his head, white James Earl Jones kind of looks like Louis Farrakhan. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm with you on it. Yeah. All right. Louis Farrakhan is almost 90 years old. Really? He's 88 years old. Good for him. Well, it just shows that when you're doing Allah's work and when you're an upright, good... Um, 
Muslim who does not partake in any halal or order the haram. assassination of Malcolm X. But then, you know, sometimes you shake Malcolm X's daughter's hand on stage at the Apollo and you forgive each other. Maybe Malcolm X deserved it. Maybe Farrakhan was doing him a favor. True. Inshallah. <sighs> I mean, Malcolm X was being a bit of a Judas like Bob Dylan was in 1965. He was kind of going against what he used to say. And young Tristan was super for that. And I was super for that. Well, the last time... It's funny. Even though Malcolm X turned his life around and kind of changed, changed his tune... The last time I ever saw him speak, uh, it was in 65, the same year he got shot. I yelled from the audience, Judas, because I had no idea what it meant. Yeah, and you spurred uh, on a riot. Yeah. <laughs> Here is Chris. I swear to God, if I hear a goddamn dog barking. <laughs> Fuck! There we go. Good. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. He's having a hard time switching back. <laughs> He's having a hard time switching back. Sheba Coid. Here is Chris. Yoda, high and dry. Fake plastic trees. You and whose army? Thank you. That's some sort of Radiohead reference. Yeah, that, those are his three favorite Radiohead songs. <laughs> oh, okay. Why doesn't Chris talk to us anymore? We need to unpack what's going on. This is an ARG that he's trying to lead us down. I forget whose phone number this is. We'll find out who this is. Welcome to the horse. Christian. Welcome to the horse house. Wow, guys. 60 episodes of Welcome to the Horse House, and they're coming out weekly. All killer, no filler. True. I gotta congratulate you guys for that. That's a, that's a huge and colossal dub, as the kids say. Truly. Mm -hmm. 60 episodes. Well, how much it time is that that I could be spending listening to the horse house start to finish front to back True. like 3,360 hours yep or something like that roughly <laughs> yep that's that match out perfectly for me on an unrelated note I noticed that the official horse house clips YouTube channel recently uploaded a Steven's Greatest Hits, Best References, True. Uh, Mega Compilation, which adds up all of Steven's most recognizable and, and funny non-sequiturs aside and segues. It's about uh, three minutes long. <laughs> I meant to say, it's about like 30 seconds long. <laughs> Fumbled that one at the end. Never mind. <laughs> I mean, even if he didn't fumble it and he did mean three minutes, it's still a good dig. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much, Christian. Always good hearing from Christian. Here is, I think, Joey yet again <laughs> for a good two minute, 15 second uh, voicemail. Everyone, Talk. please buckle up. <clears throat> My apologies. I wanted to say uh, sorry for that last uh, previous message. It was a little edgy. Um, the Satanic Monster by Craig Lipfield. Uh, very edgy. Yes, sir. I apologize. It was cool. I'm much sorry. Uh, it, you know, it's pretty obvious, I think, when you look at everything in perspective, that there's some kind of divinity out there. And uh, 
looks like there is positive and negative light and dark and uh you have to align yourself somewhere you have to align yourself somewhere somehow what better place in here what better place now <coughs> yeah. true so, uh, lights off I won't do what you tell me hell fuck you I won't do what you tell me um uh, everything that is given to me is a gift and uh let us take the advantage praise the lord uh amen uh quick question so abraham comes down from the hill right he's got the ten commandments yes and uh, he's partying they're like idolaters no they're partying they're like uh blaspheming you know they're throwing a fucking bonfire and shit. Worshipping a golden calf. It's like, you motherfucker, you couldn't wait till I got back. True. He smashes the tablets. He throws his opinion. He's like, oh, you motherfuckers. He smashes two tablets. And, uh, I don't know, I guess, like, God makes him go back up the hill and get two more tablets and go back down. But she's like, what the fuck, Abraham? What right did you have to smash those two tablets? This is Joe's biblical corner. Good questions. I wish Drew was here. Press one for yes, press two for now. Yes, sir. I wish Drew was here because he would be able to answer this for us. Now, I do remember reading in the Bible that um, God did give three tablets. And I guess there were originally 30 command. Uh, sorry, 15 commandments. Mm-hmm. And then he got so pissed off that he threw one on the ground and it broke. Now, this whole bit might, it's not even a bit, this whole query that I have, it might be instantly dispelled because he might go back up to the mountain and get, no, because you always, he always famously has two tablets in his hands. Um, So what happened to those other five commandments? I'm more curious about what they were. Rudy, I would, here's your homework. Next week, I want you to have the lost five commandments. Yes, sir. Okay. You're you're the funniest guy in this house. That's not true. And I need you to kind of put all of that comedic muscle in your brain put it on there who's joey <laughs> a, a bloke from california he when, seems fun when moses was rolling down rodeo with a shotgun what did that look like when what? abraham was the son of sam all right here this is, is for the people of the sun here is joey <laughs> this is a bit of the joey show this week I don't mind it. Hey, it's like uh, 5.30 in the morning. Uh, speaking of God, do you think uh, religion is real? <laughs> is, is real? Is real? Speaking of Israel, I've got like a conflict going on right now. But do you think it's real? Because like two weeks ago, they said they were about to conduct their, mil- their largest military um, uh Mm-hmm. I think you would call it like uh, war games uh, <laughs> simulation. They said right the now, Matthew Broderick was going to go to Israel. Is it? Do they? Is it that? Do you think it is what it looks like? No. <laughs> uh, let me know in the comments. Uh, like and subscribe. <laughs> Peace. Thank you so much, Joe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely bizarre. It's bizarre. Motherfucker. It is bizarre. 
Uh, Joe, if you would, just do me a favor. Just look up the USS Liberty. That's uh, right, yeah. And you can see the kind of war games that Israel likes to play. Exactly. Uh, sometimes these war games are on our own troops. And we don't know about them. Yes. <laughs> Joey, can you do some reading on the Philadelphia experiment and call back in for me? <laughs> Steven, uh, Alec, Ray Ray, Shorty, well, Falestro. Um, I think Steven's daughter's married to Justin Bieber. Haley Baldwin. Is that That's true? Alec's daughter, I believe. No, it's not. Want to bet? Yeah. I'll bet you $5. I'll bet you $1. Let's bet 5 because I'm so secure in my knowledge of this. I'm so sick of love songs. Steven, go for it. Okay. 5 bucks. Want to shake on it? Yep. It's not Alec Baldwin's daughter. They have shaken hands. I am witness. Look up Haley Baldwin, see who her daddy is. And it's not Justin Bieber, that's her other daddy. <laughs> Steven is typing it in right now. He better not be texting his sister. Did auto completed to Haley Baldwin nudes? <laughs> Haley Baldwin nipples. Yeah, sorry, I had to um I had to get off the uh He's vamping right now because he knows the answer pizza that, he's, that he's... I uh was uh looking up. Yeah, I owe you five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> You know what's really funny? I was talking to someone about this recently. I told them a fact, and they were so, they were so, just secure in their opinion that they were right. And a lot of people, when I tell them fun facts and interesting things, they won't believe me. And that's a very bad mistake people make because I only say facts when I know they're true. Global warming, fake. Israel's right to exist, real. You know what I mean? Uh, Medicare for all, fake and selfish. <laughs> so whenever I say a fact, don't double, don't fucking fact check me because I know my facts. I'm retarded. I I, I, I am a dumbass. That's all I do is read facts. Can we wow, please? that's weird. That's like a Bernstein Bears thing for me. You thought it was Alex's daughter? I, I swore I saw like tweets. Wasn't he the one that Haley. left a really mean voicemail to one of his daughters? Kind of like a fat pig and stuff? Yeah, he's probably. the one that Googled... Um... <laughs> Uh, Stephen Baldwin's black daughter. <laughs> Sex gifts. That's bad. <laughs> you remember Pat Sajak's black daughter? That's the name of one of our episodes. Pat, does Pat oh, Sajak yeah. has a black daughter question mark? <laughs> whenever, whenever you were still trying to fucking SEO optimize the yeah. titles. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, for a while, we used to do, like, clickbait titles. Yeah. Um, our episode, Fentanyl Jewel Pods, it's, like, episode five. Mm-hmm. That has, like, thousands of listens on, on SoundCloud. <laughs> Because <laughs> that was back when jewels were really big and like people were freaking out about like, Hell you know, yeah. kids doing jewels. I can't believe you got you single handedly got cucumber banned. Yeah, based on your fear mongering. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about how uh, like a like six months you after found cucumber went away, trove. I was cleaning under my bed and I found a brand new pack of cucumber jewel pods. You're a bitch. Unopened. It was awesome. Best thing about nicotine in vape form is it never technically goes bad. It just gets steeped and like black and. Uh, and it loses its potency, but man, it still tastes like cucumber. Sometimes it loses flavor. A little bit. Uh, fun fact, tobacco, when stored properly, can last years. It can last what? 20 years if it's preserved correctly. Huh. Yeah, that's your tobacco fact of the day. just asked the question where is richard mm-hmm. and richard recently contacted me thank god through instagram i i didn't think he was dead because i'm friends with his ex-girlfriend and his little brother so not fr- i follow them they follow me i would have known if richard died yeah. uh 
And so he finally contacted me. He's back from the grave, and he's he's posting more and more. And he's in Cocoa and Beach, Florida. He's now. <laughs> in Cocoa Beach, Florida. He's on his way. Uh, he is a, kind of on my shit list right now. Why? So, um, right before he kind of went MIA, went AWOL, he kept asking me for money. Mm-hmm. Constantly. He was like, can you give me $40? Like, kind of large sums of money. Mm-hmm. And I gave him 40 bucks one time. And once you give someone a little bit of money, oh. they'll keep asking you for money. So I confronted him and I said, Richard, please don't ask me for money anymore. Like, you know... I got things to pay for, you know, I, I'm, I'm not money bags. And so he felt very bad. He said, I'll never ask you for money again. They disappeared. And then we started selling t-shirts, Richard Cock t-shirts. And I kept depositing money into his Venmo account, even though I hadn't talked to him in a long time. Mm-hmm. And so I, I put probably combined $20 in there because I don't make money, that much money off shirts. I, I, I think my profit's like four bucks. <laughs> Realistically, the $20 I put into his account probably should have been $10 or $15. I just wanted to be nice and give him 20 mm-hmm. Um And so then he contacts me, and we're and I'm talking to him again. And I let him know. I say, open your Venmo. There's 20 bucks in there for me. And I said, there's 10 on the way, too, because we sold more shirts. And so then he asked me, can you give me the 10 now? And I said, no, the funds haven't been processed yet. So then finally I gave him the $10. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the next day... He asked me if I give him seven dollars. Sell more shirts, then. Uh, <laughs> sell more shirts. Uh, he he was talking about how the th- the, th- the thought of seeing someone of running into someone wearing a Richard Cox shirt on the side of the road really interested him. <laughs> and I don't think he knows how big our listener base is <laughs> because he will never run into anyone in, in in the wild wearing a Richard Cox t shirt. Well, I think he thinks it's much larger than it is, considering <laughs> he thought he would get more than twenty dollars <laughs> exactly. from sales. And then he told me, "I hope you sell seventy five thousand of these." Uh, and I, I wanted to say to Richard, I'm not, I'm not Richard doesn't listen to the podcast, so I can really say it whatever I want. Um, everyone is hiring right now. <laughs> Get a fucking job. Don't ask me for any fucking money. The views expressed by Tristan Horse on the Horse House podcast are not necessarily shared with the other hosts. Not only that, but for the past year and a half, you could get a cool 600 bucks every week if you played your cards right and just signed up online. Maybe if you finished the job that you were assigned to do with Chris, Richard, then maybe you would have a large sum of money coming <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You know, I do actually know there is a way to get money pretty quickly, like once a month. <laughs> This isn't like an OnlyFans joke? No. No, like just as long as your body can keep up, you can just get as much money as you want. Yeah, all you have to do is you have to go down to the bank and donate some blood plasma. Oh, yes. (laughs) Yes. That works perfectly also for club fare. Mm -hmm. You would like to get into a club. Uh, No hard feelings towards Richard Cock. I just hate when people ask me for money. It's my least favorite thing. Especially when people who are able-bodied just don't work and they just ask you for money. Damn. Yeah. So, Richard, you're not listening because you don't listen to the podcast, but I love you, man. Just get a job. Stop asking me for money. Tristan, can I borrow five bucks? For you, Stephen, yes. Even though it's, it's, this is, this is something my dad taught me. It's tacky to ask someone who makes less than you for money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's fair. And that, Stephen makes way more than I do. True. Not necessarily, but Steven, I make $700 every two weeks. Yeah. Stephen makes about six figures. Yeah. <laughs> At the post office yeah. days. But thank you. He's on uh, Biden's. Uh, bankroll. Thank you. Now I don't have to give you Stephen Baldwin money anymore. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Shit! We l- I love you, Richard. Stop asking me for money, please. We love you, Mr. And Baldwin. finish the task that you were assigned, please. We're, <laughs> we're gonna... Um, I'm predicting now we're gonna sell one more Richard Cox shirt. 
for the rest of history. Because all of our listeners already bought merch. Yeah. Well, actually, there's a lot of listeners out there who I know listen to who haven't bought merch. Yet. I'm kind of wondering where they're at. You should have done a slow rollout. They could have yeah. milked them. Yeah. They uh, stopped listening. I guess. Um, there's more shirts coming out soon. I've been working on um, athletic wear, uh, muscle shirts, horse house muscle shirts. Because uh, Christian said that... Muscles glasses. You're a little more stronger when you wear horse house merch into the gym. So I'm always happy to hear that. True. Uh, I love seeing people post selfies, workout selfies at Plant Fitness because I always have a mask on in the mirror when they're posting selfies. It's so stupid. <laughs> they still make you wear masks at Plant Fitness? I don't know. Fauci recently said that you don't have to wear a mask anymore at all if you're vaccinated. Well, I mean, that was well, the CDC, CDC quite the, guidelines. Quite the change from, I don't know, why, why didn't they just hit it from the get-go? Yes, as situations change, <clears throat> nope. guidance would change. Rudy, why are you such a cut? Have you gotten your vaccine yet? No. Why not? No. Are you not going to get your vaccine? I don't want to become infertile. I won't be able to bear I, children. I was at the... That's a problem I don't have to worry about. I was in Wawa the other day, and I was the only place i still wear a mask in is at wawa for some reason because mm-hmm. i don't respect any other convenience store yeah because it's like the community general store well, like, yes sir I, for me yes, for sir. me it's more out of a respect like for mass general store it's like mass general store so cool dude candy barrel but uh mm-hmm. but uh you gotta you gotta fucking uh i don't know the people in there they're making like 10 bucks an hour i'm gonna try to respect uh, them because it's give like a shit about them. no because it's like their fucking deal if you're not doing it then they've got to waste their time and be like sir can you please put I'm on sorry. a mask and then they get like rick schroeder former child star <laughs> in their face going why do you hate god a little bone to pick with that point steven uh new hires of wawa are getting six hundred dollars <laughs> Just to work. Is that true? So it's a $500, hiring bonus? $500 sign-on bonus. Really? Um, $75 um, incentive to get vaccinated. So Really? Yeah. So when does that $600 clear? Whenever you go in without a mask and you're brave enough. No, no, I'm saying, I'm saying, when, when do they give you the $600? Probably after like a two-year probationary period <laughs> yeah, exactly. or something. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, the reason why I wear a mask at Wawa is because one of the managers there I look up to, and I used to smoke weed with him, and he's older than me, and I always thought he was cool, and I would feel like he'd judge me if I didn't wear a mask inside. True. I was in Wawa the other day, and I was in line, and there's an old lady behind me, and her face looked like a dry lake bed. And you know what a dry lake bed looks like? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Looks like Gordon Ramsay's face as well. A bit craggy. Yeah. And soggy bottom, and she kept stodgy. And she started talking to me, and she she wasn't wearing a mask. She was very old. And she, and she was said, like, "I love Mountain Dew." You know, the, the, <laughs> the people, I love it when old people don't wear masks because it's like you really are just kind of going balls to the walls yeah. of this shit. You know, yeah, it's nowadays, not ballsy if you're under thirty and ex- doing it. Exactly. Nowadays, um, so many people have been vaccinated. More than half the country has been vaccinated. So odds are, old people have been vaccinated who aren't wearing masks. But before. It's like, damn, you guys really just don't give a shit, dude. You seen like an 80-year-old walking around Walmart with no mask. I'm like, damn, you're kind of cool. Did I ever share with you guys a Wawa story and old person COVID story? Um, um, can I say mine first? Yeah. So this old lady starts talking to me randomly. I'm does, sorry. Does, I didn't does, know this No, no, you're fine. It doesn't say hello. doesn't say, hey, can I talk to you for a minute? She starts, she just looks at me and goes, don't put chemical weapons in your body. And I said, what? And she was like, don't put chemical weapons into your body. It'll make you infertile and you'll die in five years and it'll give you erectile dysfunction. Your penis won't be able to get hard anymore. I said, ma'am, I'm staying in line at Wawa right now and I really don't want to hear about my penis from an old lady. 
And she goes, I hate chemical weapons. I said, okay, I, I do too. I, mean, what, I don't know anyone who really does like chemical Tristan's weapons. What Tristan's neglecting to tell you in the story was she was saying that because he was buying a carton of Paul Malls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was very against <laughs> taking the really vaccine. Happen? Really happened. She was, just don't take it. She was, I hate chemical weapons and it'll make you infertile and give you erectile dysfunction. I said, thank you, ma'am. I'm not getting the vaccine. My penis will still work for you, ma'am. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What was your story, Rudy? Uh, very much the opposite person. Uh, okay. Older man, maybe like 80 years old. Uh, I'm about like five people back in line from him. Uh, I'm wearing a mask. The four people in front of me, uh, between he and I, are not. Mm -hmm. um, and they're like younger dudes. They're just having a gay old time. Yeah. Um, he checks out and he has to walk back past the line to get to the, the back exit. And I just hear him muttering as he's like walking the length of people. Just I hope y'all get COVID and fucking die. Just fucking wear masks, you fucking idiots. I hope you fucking like. And he got he got louder toward the end. And he just said, "Hope you fucking get what's coming to you." Oh my god! <laughs> just those people like that need to be have the no. Shit that dude be was cool. No, I've never understood the whole these people wearing masks. I hope they die thing. Isn't your whole bit supposed to be we're going to try to save lives? Yeah, it's and, natural and, selection, and, bro. It's so those those people are so it's high and mighty. The mask. They're so they should listen to Joe Rogan Experience and they might learn a thing or two. <laughs> no, I like that very angry old man because <laughs> I sat there wearing a mask. <laughs> and I was like, hey, we have an understanding, right? I do think it's kind of I do think it's kind of funny when like <clears throat> old people just like throw all caution to the wind they're like they're not gonna beat the shit out of an old guy so i'm just gonna say whatever i, I, I want I, I guess so right yeah so maybe sh someone should uh teach him a lesson it, it's the same people who talk about uh oh all these conservatives are they're so pro-life yeah they don't wear a mask they obviously don't believe in all you know they're always not pro all lives it's like bitch you don't even believe in you, 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 no. you're not even pro-life to begin with why do you give a shit no, that's pro-life, because they have the signs, and they say the, the all lives. It's matter. like when people want to remind you that Jesus was like a liberal, and it's funny because they, they, they want to bring that up to you. You know, Jesus was a, a Marxist hippie who loved everyone and was also a refugee when he was a baby in Egypt. And it's like, you, don't, <laughs> you, you have nothing but contempt for Christianity. You, you don't believe in Jesus. Why are, why are you saying this? None of this matters to you. It's not even true. Jesus was, was white. <laughs> Jesus Jesus was Portuguese. Christ was Brazilian. What are you talking about? What if, huh? What if well, Jesus was Brazilian? If you ask if you ask Joe and some of the threads he's been in, <laughs> Jesus was Brazilian. <laughs> <laughs> time for Rudy's Crypto Corner. Rudy. Hey, it's my Crypto Corner. Tristan starts segments, and I don't know when mine's coming up. Yes, sir. One thing about crypto, when it hit, you feel no pain. Crypto shit this week. Mm. Uh, uh, my Bitcoin portfolio is down, I think, 20%. Uh, Rudy, can you talk to me about Shiba coin? I don't fucking... I don't have... Doge? Or mm. is Shiba a different coin? Shiba's a different coin, and the only reason I know about it is I've watched three YouTube videos about it. That have lasted a total of about 45 seconds. Is Based. it meant to be like an offshoot? I don't know. They're trying to get it to a penny right now. Yeah. Okay. So it was created in August. Uh, the token dubbed the Doge Killer was modeled after Dogecoin. Why would you model your fucking crypto after another crypto that the dude, by his own admission, spent like two hours to make? Also, I, I heard that... Chris is really into crypto right now. I also heard that Hell there's yeah. an idea to... Um, create a crypto to become like a pan-african euro yeah 
Have you read anything about that? I've well, like that's been like kind of the idea. Like whenever like everyone was super idealized about like uh, crypto coming on the scene and like destabilizing like countries' currencies, the idea was that it was meant to be like a um, you know, like something that was um, uh, invulnerable to corruption that you could like put in like a low SES status. Because I don't know what the name of it is, but some guy was talking to me about um, there's like a smaller cryptocurrency that's proposing like uh, oh rude i'm oh, so shit. sorry wow that Damn. happened kind of fast oh shit oh geez sorry can't control him rudy one of your cousins is on the horn that's rude rudy is of pure strong slavic descent well he made a discovery Me- looking back because you are this isn't doxing you are a lot of slovenian right uh yeah like eastern european mutt so going way back in your family tree you were probably you're probably kind of related to melania somehow it's a yeah. small country of slovenia oh well i mean uh wasn't melania born in lublania or the like the <laughs> I don't fucking know. that's the capital lublania lublania it's spelled like l j l u b l oh it's L-J-U-B-L-J-A-N-A, i think Whew. that sounds like a stupid made-up language no all languages are made up full of a bunch of stupid made-up people I discovered I'm Mongolian anyway, so it's fine. Is that actually true? I, yeah, show them what you can do. I, I always thought you looked kind of Mongolian. True. Rudy, show them what you can do. Bit of a Mongoloid. I go... Mongolian throat singing up. I do yeah. it again. No. Please? I can only channel my powers once a day. That sound true is Tristan Valor Clip of the Week. Can you change it from the call to prayer to Tuvan throat singing? Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, for next week, we will. Uh, so, are you guys familiar with the comedian Peng Dang? Yeah, I've heard that name. Have you I really? Have I've heard that name. Yeah, what? Who is that? He's a comedian, and judging from his profile picture, he looks like a like a caricature. Um, and uh, Tony Hinchcliffe. You guys know Tony Hinchcliffe? Do not know that. Did he drive IndyCar? No, he's one of um the Joe Rogan cocksuckers. Mm. He's a part of the L.A. comedy scene. One of the when I saw Joe Rogan live in Orlando a long time ago, Tony Hinchcliffe opened for him. Mm-hmm. He's like a little twink. Um, good friends with Joe Rogan. Always on his podcast. And he was one of the com- he, he was part of the handful of comedians who moved to Austin with Joe Rogan mm-hmm. to create the Austin comedy scene. Which, if, if Austin couldn't become insufferable enough, now they have a bunch of fucking L.A. comedians there doing comedy. Um, so Tony Hinchcliffe decided to... I personally... This stand-up bit he does has gotten him in a lot of trouble. Been dropped from his agent. Really? Yeah. Um, and this scathing uh, video on Twitter has a whopping 12,000 likes on it, so not really that much. And uh, 4,000 retweets. Tony's in a little bit of trouble. He was introduced at a comedy club. And um, what he what he chose to say when he came up on stage is a little questionable. I personally, I love edgy humor. I do think this is funny. Um, but I also am being very realistic about it and thinking, why would anyone open like this? Peng Dang, if you could guess, is not a white person. He's rather yellow as opposed to white or black. You see? Um, he's Asian. Uh, so here is uh, Tony Hinchcliffe. What are you looking for, Rudy? Views, it was plugged in. Coming out on stage. Give it up for the one and only... Peng Dang, by the way, posted this as a call-out. He was not happy with me. Because at first when I saw this, I said, all right, well, him and Peng Dang must be friends, and he's just fucking with them. Mm -hmm. No. 
The caption is, last week in Austin, I got to bring up Tony Hinchcliffe. This is what he said. Happy Asian AAPI Heritage <laughs> Month. AAPI, that's like a brand new term. Is it not similar to AAVE? It's a, it, no, I've, no. I've never heard AAPI until like two months ago. It, it, and they'll it, pretend it, to start Pacific <laughs> Islander, start right? depressed. Well, it's just because that's what it is on the census. It's, oh, is it? Yeah, it's Asian American term? Pacific Islander. Yeah, because AAPI, that, that just covers all of Asia, right? Yeah. In, Asian in, American. So of, you, Samoa, every Asian living in America, it's AAPI. A- from a- Samoa to Mongolia. Exactly. From Samoa to the gates of Vienna. Yes, sir. AAVE is just... <laughs> African American vernacular English. So that's... Is it bad? You can't say Ebonics anymore. Well, I mean, it is. Okay, but that's African American English okay. is the new term. I got it. Ebonics sounds cooler, though. Well, that's what you were talking about. Whatever you said, hey, that's my dad. Well, Ebonics... Oh, yeah, that, that is Ebonics, actually. E- ebonics is often, um, like, words, I think. Mm-hmm. Hooked on Ebonics. A-A-V-E is almost a dialect. Hmm. Like pigeon. Not, like BBC some... Co. UK yeah, slash pigeon. Boring. No. Right. Can we get to the clip? Yeah. Pang dang. Give it up for the one and only Tony Hinchcliffe. <laughs> So, what would ever make someone go out on stage and talk to someone who they don't know like that? Because at first when it came out, I said, oh, this is all just like a funny bit. Like, Pang Dang is, that caption was like tongue-in-cheek. They're obviously friends, because I couldn't imagine ever talking about someone like that who wasn't in on the joke. I feel like there's like a higher level bit to it because I was just thinking... I don't think there is. Well, no, so I if, it's a straight up being mean. I'm, so like the, the Tony Hinchcliffe, right? Yeah, Tony Hinchcliffe. I'm looking at the name in my mind and I think if you rearrange the letters it spells Richard Spencer. So it actually <laughs> does a, kind of fit. That's a I'm like gobsmacked. No, and this. I was too. Now, um... Like why would James Hetfield do this? <laughs> If, you, if it was 60 years ago, we would have had chopsticks up your asses. <laughs> like, this is... That's, that's too far. No, well, it's 100% too far, but, but like, I don't... What a maverick take. Now, well, no, no, I, He's I, I usually... Too far. No, but I usually go by, like, the tasteless category. Yeah. I go, would Tristan say it to me in in mixed company? Uh, but, like, and and you wouldn't, that. Now, if he just cut out the racist Asian part and just talked about all your race traders, that's not too edgy. Yeah. That's, like, like, a funny, okay, LOL, well, you're calling us race traders and you're puking in a bucket because of it. Well, because in, like, common parlance, if you're using the term race trader, you're either doing a bit or you're just, like, way out there. Exactly. And we all know that he's not, like, a like a white nationalist. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he could have so, even, even played it as, like, a like a Rogan thing. Yeah. Like, a, y'all think Rogan's far right. I'm going to call you a bunch yeah. of fucking race traders. So, I don't know. I, just I bad. Bad look for our guy. It's, it's a bad look for Tony Hinchcliffe. Uh, I mean, it's humorous to a certain extent, but it's so <laughs> mean-spirited. And I'm not usually the one to say that that like oh that th- he went too far but it's a little rude it's funny from like a detached point of view exactly like uh this is reprehensible behavior not yeah. very fun it, it but sh- boy it's like screaming like fire in a theater i i, 
would say I would say that the the comedy itself is not funny. It's funny to us because it's we know it's something that someone should not do. Yeah, exactly. And that's where because the jokes like, weren't the jokes were very low hanging. Yeah, it's it's all yeah. it's like it's, it's, that's like Xbox teenager Beep, stuff. Absolutely, yeah. Chunk, Bing Bong, exactly. So we have so you guys want soy sauce, you know, like that's. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's Sorry. Tony Hinchcliffe. Um, it's super funny if you just check human de- decency and morals at the door and just uh, just laugh at the funny racial stereotypes. Yeah, but geez, I feel bad for for Peng Dang. He, he was up there excited. Probably he's, no one knows who Peng Dang he's is. He's probably like an Austin comedian. Yeah, and he's probably excited to introduce a, a celebrity. <laughs> and this guy comes out and t- calls him a the c word. That's that's a mean thing to do, and that's you know it's serious when Tristan Horace is telling you that someone's being mean in comedy. Um, but if what's worse than this is the replies. Um, this Alvin Newsom says this shouldn't have happened under any circumstance. It added nothing to the show and is literally punching down. I hate the gatekeepers of comedy. They always want to talk about punching down. Who who gives a fuck about punching down? Um, oh no, Blue says sue him. It's a pretty solid case. Damn. Okay, you I, that's hey, literally guess can't what? sue him. You're in the land of the free. We don't have hate speech laws, brother. <laughs> one, one, that's not how courts work. And uh, but two, like. Uh, can't we just all agree that this was bad and he shouldn't yeah. have done it? It, it? it was just a bad take. It, it, it I flopped. mean, he's going to be pumped. He's he's already been dropped he by his dropped agent. From his agent. That's like, usually a really bad thing to happen. Like like things are the things that are happening should are hap, are the things that should happen in repercussion of this are either already happening or will happen. Yeah. Like like, and I don't think Peng Dang was worried about punching down. He was probably worried about, wow, that really hurt my feelings. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Lacey Snacky says not one slightly funny thing in here. Um, that's subjective. Um, <laughs> there are no I think we can all agree here. the situation is. It, it was t- it, now you it, will have an uncomfortable. There was a lot of uncomfortable laughs yeah. in the audience. If it was his friend. And they were all on the joke, and he, and he yeah. called him the C-word. Like, oh, yeah, okay, how funny. It's his friends fucking with each well, other. Who's, who's the who's the guy that has the podcast? He's like a West Coast comedian, Asian guy. Oh, he was on Bobby Lee. TV. Bobby Lee. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, Bobby Lee is very receptive to that kind of shit. If, if Tony, if Bobby Lee introduced Tony Hinchcliffe, and that that same thing happened, yeah. Um, it, it, it would have gotten flack online, but it wouldn't have been nearly as bad. No, obviously on like a personal was level. On the joke. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so bad times for Tony Hinchcliffe. He must probably be ba- down bad right now. Um, Chris Lee is back. He's yeah. doing his podcast again, and he's all over TikTok. He's gained weight, and he gets like a thousand views per TikTok. Not really? doing well. And everyone's in the comments saying, "We're so glad you're back. This is innocent man." It's like I don't know. He is. Well, I'm many glad- people have accused him of, like anal rape and shit. What a really bad look for an accused pedophile to pivot to TikTok, TikTok. as their platform. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, speaking of that, you can go uh, the at the horse house oh, on fuck. TikTok. That's a joke. We don't have a TikTok. <laughs> I did make an Instagram, basically just to save the username. Just in case, um, it aren't. It, I don't know how his bits will pivot to TikTok though. It's like based, are people are people gonna watch viral videos of him well, making like bacon weaves or so whatever? TikTok like, has an a Eminem voice. TikTok has a way higher tolerance for uh, just dumbass shit. Yeah, so that's how the transition works. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I was setting up a bad joke where oh. uh, cr- Fat Cristalia probably looks like Harvey Morenstein. <laughs> I don't know who Harvey Morin is. Harley a fuck ton of epic meal time. No, muscles, muscles glasses. Yeah, joke earlier. sometimes shit just sticks in my brain and it comes out at bad times. Shit just be sticking, low key. I could be wrong. I could be right. 
Anyways, um, we're gonna have Tony Hinchcliffe on the podcast next week because he will probably go on any podcast right now yeah. because no one wants well, to. He has to clear to his him. name. He has to clear his name, so he's gonna come in the horse house. We will be the. By artists. the way, Ellen announced that she's ending it. Yeah. Um. After 19 years on the air, she's ending her life. Her life. She's killing herself. <laughs> uh, that'd be funny if Ellen made a formal announcement on her show that she's going to kill herself. Well, but on air. On, on air, yeah. Ellen's... Ellen's she just takes a bunch of pills and... and please no, on your eyes, eyes, those of you that are sensitive. I was going to say, <laughs> Ellen, Ellen does like her little dance to the crowd up onto the stage. Someone hands her a manila envelope. <laughs> and she just goes, if this will disturb anyone, please leave the room. <laughs> Ellen, no, don't. <laughs> How about another joke, Portia de Rossi? And then Filter comes back out of uh, retirement to do a sequel, oh, a spiritual successor song to Hey Man, Nice Shot. <laughs> they, uh... Hey, what color were Kurt Cobain's eyes? I don't know. Steven, what color were Kurt Cobain's eyes? I think green. Blue, one blue, this one, one blue, one But, uh... Dude look like Sid the Sloth. Dude looks like a lady. But, you know, Ellen, when she was announcing her retirement, she did not seem happy and, like, good. It wasn't, like, a Carson kind of thing where he was, you know, tearing up, saying, like, thank you guys so much for everything. Yeah. She was, she seemed pissed because she's being forced to. Because all that shit came out about how she treats her, like, uh, production assistants and, like, all these people backstage. Well, she just decided to cancel her show instead of being nicer to her subordinates. Yeah. I don't like Ellen. I never have liked yeah. Ellen. She, there's always been something evil. Kind something like about Smith. her. The only it's time like, she's ever been evil. funny was uh, whatever she had a cameo in the fucking uh, Truman Show. Oh, I've never seen the Truman Show. Wasn't she in that, or was it just she did another work with that Ed dude? She, she could have been in it. Um, I liked it when she would scare people. Yeah. When, like, the table in between the two chairs, someone would pop out. I thought that was actually pretty funny. Yeah. I mean, for, like, for daytime comedy. Yeah. Rest in peace, Alan. Now uh, now you're leaving the market share to Wendy Williams. Yeah. <laughs> I love Wendy Williams. And that's just blessings. No, Wendy, that's just blessings. Wendy Williams, God's plan. That's what I have to say about that. Wendy Williams is the the black female version of Trish and Horse. <laughs> no, she's not. No, the shit she says on 100%. her show, it's so rude and so not not right and she doesn't care oh yeah she's me I, I kind of feel I, sorry for you shout out to people with social anxiety I kind of feel sorry for you no I mean like she's great I and she's kind of hot too. do I look like yeah. a Muppet I thought she was really hot whatever she told Terry Crews that he was a half man that's why she's so big she doesn't give a shit <laughs> and like she's wrong when she says those things but it's funny as fuck she burp and fart on air yeah she's kind of gross yeah no ass, but she has huge, big old tandies. No one remembers this, but Wendy Williams, and it's not like I remember it. This, is, this is in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, she was like a female shock jock. They called her a yeah. shock jock it. Yeah. yeah she, was, she was like female Howard Stern. She's just like in your face, politically incorrect. Speaking of um, of TV hosts and their, their retirement, uh, I found this out on Tony Hinchcliffe's Twitter that I just visited. Oh, no. What? His last retweet was from Barstool Sports saying, Conan O'Brien announced his last episode with TBS will mm-hmm. air June 24th. That's sad. Oh, yeah, 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 he's ending it. And I kind of saw it coming because Conan announced that he was no longer doing, like, the late shows are usually an hour and a half, right? Mm-hmm. He was going down just 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. No band, no games. It was just him talking to something. Basically a podcast on TV well, I mean, for 30 like, minutes. He also, I wonder if, like, That was the beginning of the end. I wonder if TBS will, like, allow him to pivot off to, like, his online content. Because he did, like, the, what is it, the Clueless Gamer thing. Yeah. yeah and, like, yeah, he other, did. like, yeah. uh, four internet bits. But the last great late night guy. Mm-hmm. I-, I mean, when he started his late Conan's night. Conan's a legend. When he started his foray into late night, I think Carson just retired. Yep. 
Um, Letterman was still way up there. Jay Leno was still way up there. And Conan was there amongst them. And so he's the last great uh, late night host. Maybe a hot take for this room. Uh, During, like, in the midst of Conan's career, he has always been the best. Oh, he's always been the best. Whether that's because everyone else was shit or not. Like, I really enjoy Conan. When he hits his stride, he's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, even, even, like just a well-respected comedian you know mm-hmm. and, and like even in his later years like like the feuds he would have with Stuart and colbert yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah like which was probably a lot of people's like introduction to conan mm-hmm. uh cool shit yeah some of the best episodes of the simpsons he was in the writer's room yeah. for yeah i think he's been on the air doing late nights in late night shows in one form or the other since 93 yeah so job well done to conan he's just a funny dude yeah with the exception of i don't know early 80s letterman's really funny I've he was liked, such an asshole I've to never his guests. Liked, yeah, but he's—he's he's, that's his whole thing. For a while, I didn't like him because, and then I realized it was a bit. He's just a dick to everyone. I, I kind of think it's funny. I think at a certain point, it's not a bit anymore. I like the big gap Jufro Letterman. Yeah, back in like early '80s, where his set was like a almost like a bit like a dirty bedroom. Yeah, that was cool. Where then if it got your TV, way too big, where if your TV was like two shades like darker and the cathodes, you would think he was uh, in blackface. That Letterman. I don't know what that means. What do you? What do you mean? When he had the big old Jufro and the big gap, and and he was talking, <laughs> and he was talking jive, black. and he was talking jive, and he wore all that red lipstick. He was always talking ebonics in the show. I always shout out about David Letterman, but yeah, rest in peace to Conan O'Brien. Uh, minor shout out to Craig Ferguson. I made yeah, he was a, cool. I made a blanket statement about yeah. Conan being the best. Craig, Craig was cool. up there. Yeah, he was cool. He had like the robot. Um, yeah. Ga- uh, the his co-hosts were always like robots, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he had the one returning robot that was yeah. like his uh, his Andy Ricker. Richter. Did he have like a mohawk that robot or when i think of like mystery science he occasionally theater. did i think yeah i think it might have been an homage shouts out to craig ferguson shouts out to arsenio hall arsenio hall yeah great stuff <laughs> uh, dana carvey had a funny bit on snl the the carsenio hall show it was johnny carson dressed as arsenio hall played by dana carvey how how closely was he dressed full blackface mm. that's a joke it wasn't all right steven's out of the room that's it for the podcast episode 61 in the books super lackluster i'm surprised we're going in an hour and 15 minutes right now because i feel like we've been recording for five minutes yeah. and we've done no segments all right thank you guys so much bye-bye see ya nightclub parking lot south of l.a the end of a long night at the end of a long day warm wind blows and the palm trees sway You've had that shitty look on your face all day I should have known this night would end this way Stay down, man If you get up again, he'll probably kill you Stay where you are I'll go get the car and we can go But I swear to God I'll leave you here to die If you say one more word to that Nightclub parking lot south of L.A. The end of a long night and the end of a long day. Warm wind blows and the palm trees sway. Somebody called it in, the cops run away. I should have known this night would end this way. Stay down, man. Get up again, he'll probably kill you. Stay where you are. I'll go get the car and we can go. 
I swear to God I'll leave you here to die If you say one more word to that guy If you say one more word to that guy If you say one more word